Hiya, welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to Faith in the North. Hello. Uh, a little bit of an intro. So, um, Weather Watch, it's been cold. I'm sure, genuinely, we should abandon Weather Watch. Okay, well, this will be the last one. So, we won't do Weather Watch in the UK because. Okay, we'll do Weather Watch in Rome. In it Rome. was very sunny in it Rome. Wasn't sunny. So, we had a few days away in Rome celebrating. <gasps> yes, my big 4 0. 40th wedding, not wedding, 40th birthday. 40th birthday. There we go. And um, we enjoyed Rome, lots of walking. Yeah. Um, Mixed of, you know, I think I enjoy travel. I really enjoy travel, although yeah. travel is exhausting. You know, certainly when you arrange for a flight so early that you've got to leave here at four in the morning. Yeah, that was pretty um, tough. So it was a long day traveling. There were long days. There were a lot of walking, but we saw some absolutely beautiful places mm. um, and got to experience um, just a whole, you know, different, well, in Rome, it's a it's a completely different culture that you see from the past. So yeah, you're okay. experiencing ancient Rome as much as you are experience um, kind of today's Italy, um, and it was it was fantastic. Mm. And there's something quite immersive about. We were talking about this, weren't we? How immersive being away is. Mm. Um, certainly, being away in a foreign country because nothing's the same. Everything you've got to, you know. Okay, we're English, so we get away with a lot. You know, being English. You know, it was amazing English. how everybody spoke English. It was, and it's like you can be embarrassed about it, but also you can just be thankful that you speak the language everyone else speaks. Yeah. Um, but it is still quite immersive because nothing's quite the same. Like mm. you go to a hotel and what are the rules? Um, so it means you forget home really yeah. quickly. And I quite, um, and that was. I don't know. I'm not going to say that I ever at any point forget I home. I, I, I felt like really quickly. I was like, oh, you, know, you kind of forget what's going off back here. Yeah. Um, highlight for the holiday for you? Um, I, oh, the food was amazing. The food, <laughs> the food um, pizzas and wine. I mean, to be honest, couldn't really um, go against that. But no, I, the Colosseum was pretty yes, impressive. Yes, for both of us, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, yeah. I think that was mine too. Um, just kind of seeing that amazing structure and still being um, in place uh, today. So that was, um, and it was sunny. It didn't rain one bit, and mm. it was sunny in Rome. And it was interesting um, being somewhere where the architecture and so many buildings were around at the time of Jesus. Yeah, okay. So you know, we're wandering around them and people in the same yeah. time in history that Jesus was walking on the earth were wandering around mm -hmm. these buildings. And that it was just interesting because how have they how have they stood the test of time to that degree? Um that we can you know, there's nothing in Britain right. really that kind of matches that other than maybe um uh, Stonehenge. But um, you know, typically we don't really have many we have some Roman no. buildings. We don't have many um, Roman buildings, certainly not preserved in the way um, that these buildings have been preserved. So, it, you know, just just um, kind of mixes up your feeling about mm. time, you know, that actually maybe maybe it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, um, okay. that, that You know, 2,000 years of maybe in, in some senses a, a shorter space of time than we think about. And I think one of the things that was striking in the Colosseum was that it was, when it was originally built, it was surrounded by farmland. You know, yeah. This wasn't a built up. And that was quite, yeah. so you saw yeah. pictures of just farmers and then this amazing yeah. structure. 
Um, and that later when their structure got stopped being used for whatever it was used for, it was they used to store animals. The, in I, know, I thought I found that <laughs> fantastic. That's, um, uh, people yeah, just really hired little bits of it to store their livestock. And yeah. um, it kind of went back into use that way. So anyway, enough of our jollies um, mm-hmm. around Europe. Um, Jen spoke this morning on being prepared. Yes, she was fantastic. She did. She really spoke really good. well. Um, and it was this idea, you know, kind of Mary was being prepared. And I thought mm. what was um, what was the the positive, well, the highlight from what Jen shared was her looking at her own story, thinking about when she wanted to be a um, a teacher as a child, yeah. and then that didn't work out because she uh, maybe didn't get the right results. And then later on, she got she was used in a different way in school life in yeah, know, in kind of and that life. she was being prepared all those years before, um, even though it didn't work out how she expected it to work out. She didn't end up becoming a teacher, which she'd prepared for. Mm. Um, but she has ended up being a phenomenal children's worker yeah. and um, working right throughout the schools and mm. assemblies and all these things that in some ways she was being prepared for all of those those years ago. And I think one thing I think I was reflecting on is the... Um, if we think about things in our past and how they might speak into them, uh, speak into our now. So that's kind of what, you know, Jim was talking about. Well, back then, that's kind of, I've been on my journey to get where I am now. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about things and they can be positive things. Like there's positive steps along the way where I've done certain things. Um, but also some of the negative stuff, some of the challenging stuff yeah. also prepares us for things. Um and I think there are things, you know, I look back in ministry and look back at, you know, different aspects of uh, my own life and think, well, actually those negative things, me growing and learning through the painful times yeah. um, has prepared me for what I do now. I yeah. Think. And just just um, this weekend, I've been talking to um, somebody who's having a really, really tough time, a younger person who's having a really tough time and um, just trying to explain to them that this tough time isn't wasted time Mm, that actually it's through sometimes through the really hard things that we go through that boost us up in the future to be able to be there for other people and to have just a bit more wisdom I think there's something Mm. about going through pain um helps you understand other people more so going through a tough time is a preparing time yeah Yes, it can be. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And uh, but I think it's how do you, because it takes you to see that. Yeah. Otherwise, you feel like your life just sucks and everything's going wrong. Yeah. Um, but actually, if you look back and you see, um, you know, I often think, you know, that I don't think God wastes anything. You know, so yeah. even in our our mistakes, in our failings, in our challenges, God doesn't. Yeah, that's not wasted. You know, that's you know useful in God's kingdom. In God's I think it is, but I also just wonder whether actually we can waste things. Mm, okay. So, not every good experience brings it, or every experience, good or bad, not every experience brings about its own fruit. Yeah, I think okay. sometimes um, God is willing to let that bring fruit, but we also have to be, you know. I don't know, good soil or something like that. Mm. And then we have to choose to allow the things that have happened in our past and in our present Mm. to bear fruit. Um, So I think maybe we have an active role. It's not passive. Not everything that happens to us is going to bear fruit. But we we can work with God to allow it to. And that's the, you know, it's not just, oh, this rubbish happens in my life. It's actually 
yeah learning through that and you yeah, know you're right in an active sense you know otherwise if we just you know if we just look back on our lives and think of all the horrible things that have happened it's like well that's yeah mm. so but actually you know when you do look back and you think actually you know i i learned that there and then i'm more susceptible and more willing to you know hear that in other people or yeah. to stand alongside other people i think we've known that probably in a number of areas of our life where yeah um, those times have helped us grow yeah, I mean, certainly the pain that we've had and, you know, our life hasn't necessarily always been particularly easy. Um, but the pain that we go through often provides building blocks mm. um, for other things that happen in our life. Yeah, and without yeah. going through that experience, you wouldn't have that that brick laid down ready to be built on. Mm. So, yeah, so I definitely think life life has a way of um, of preparing and the past has a way of preparing for the future um and uh, yeah i thought that, i thought that was interesting jen was expressing um today that um that the angel was preparing a way in mary mm. and the things that happened in her past um her say her family set up and other things might have contributed to how she received the angel's message. Yeah, okay. Then she's preparing for um, the birth of Jesus. But also um, we talked about, um, Jen talked about the um, the visit with Elizabeth and how God had also prepared a way in Elizabeth, mm. um, who was a much older woman. So um, Jen was contrasting the fact that there is a, a, a young, probably most likely a young teenage girl um, but there was also a woman who was past childbearing years mm. and she was reminding us whether we were old or whether we're young. Um, God really has still, you know, things to prepare in us mm. and plans to bring about in our lives. And there's that, I, I guess, the fertile ground, isn't it? You know, if we're, are we being prepared? So are we learning, are we willing to grow through things and, and change through things as we go through life? Um, and that's that fertile soil, mm. isn't it? You know, because you know, is a God even now trying to do something in us, and are we receptive to it? Yeah. Or are we just blindly getting on with just head down job? Yeah. You know, bringing up kids, you know, getting on with life, or are we willing? Just like in the past, it's not; it's active now. Is active as well. We need mm. to be thinking actually what's going on around me today or this week that God might be wanting to speak into so that mm. i would be prepared you know for something coming up in the future yeah um and that's a you know that's a daily you know yeah. challenge as well isn't yeah. it um and i get you since you picked up on the old age comment because you did celebrate a big birthday yeah i did so i'm not i'm not keeping this um hidden and i turned 40 this week um which was exciting it was exciting to celebrate with my family um it was exciting to go to rome um i have to say of all the birthdays all the big birthdays you did seem to do incredibly I did, well i did do incredibly well I still this can't birthday quite work out um how you did so well but it it's interesting that it's it was still a bit tough yeah. turning 40 and then um, you've only just um, admitted to me that you found it tough turning 40 <laughs> sure and you add you know, no 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 you absolutely kept it hidden said you weren't bothered <laughs> at all um yes I wasn't entirely convinced but you insisted um but then recently you know you said that you also found it tough mm. now a lot of our listeners will be older 
than 40, so they might feel like, um, you know, what am I complaining about? But I think... And some will be younger, hopefully. And some will be young, younger, but mm. I think there's just something about that passage of time, that marking the mm. passage of time is quite stressful. Mm. Is um, You know, it brings around a lot of anxieties. You kind of, you know, you want your life to count. Mm. And, um, you know, certainly in popular um, culture, in, in films and TV, it's it feels like there's rarely a person in a movie that is over about 35. <laughs> so there's, you know, Hollywood tells us that Actually, you're you're past it by the time you're 40. And then I was listening to Jen today talking and she's talking about preparing and the things that God is preparing in you. And then, like I said, she she talked about Elizabeth and I felt really strongly the sense that, um, oh, no, it's not um, 40 years are gone and now my life is wasted and nothing else is good <laughs> is going to happen to me and I'm completely over the hill. And um, it was wow, I've had 40 years of mm. preparation so far. So what is go God going to do in me? And um, Jen said, you know, for some of you, you'll be feeling, you'll have like a bubbling up feeling mm. of, you know, what's God going to do with, with your life? What is God preparing you for? And um, I had that sense of, you know, wow, what is, what is God preparing mm. me for? What is he using me for? Because life is not just... Um, Life is not just what we make of it. No. It's what is he wanting to make of it. And that might be a very humbling thing. He might, I might see God doing things in me that actually I didn't expect or mm. wouldn't have chosen. Um, but that he has his purposes. And, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I really am hopeful. I'm hopeful that I will see um, God revealing what he, you know, what he's maybe next for me um, and how he might want to might want me to work for him mm. and so there is something about 40 i think so i was trying to work it through so 20 you, when you're 20 it's like you're still a teenager yeah when you're 30 you can get away with you know you're pretty much still you might have a young family or yeah you're you a know, young adult still but come 40 it's like you probably should have your life sorted out yeah you feel like you're <laughs> properly an adult now you're not yes. a kid anymore you're an adult which is strange because i've i've spoken to quite a few people this week um much older than 40 and they they all say the same thing. They're still twenty five mm. in their head. So there's there's a part of us doesn't age. I think yeah. our soul doesn't necessarily and we did talk age. About that. I think when that was we were chatting in Rome about that, weren't we? That you know our physical bodies might you know age, mm. but who we are. And I've you know I've met some amazing you know kind of much older people who you know would still say the same I'm yeah. still the same person I just can't do what I used to do yeah you know I've got more aches and pains uh, I've I've got limitations but I'm the same person yeah absolutely and, and that, that seems to come across the board that's what what people express yeah. is yes they've got an old body but inside mm. they are every bit the young you know energized that doesn't age, does it you change no. and as you get older you do you know, it's that preparation, isn't it? So you're growing, you're learning, and hopefully you're maturing as you get older, mm. but you're still the same. Your soul's still the same, or that thing. You know, we yeah. call it soul, other people might not, but that thing that's... Your soul, your spirit, that essence. Yes, that, that doesn't thing change. you. Um, but yeah, so there is, you know, 40s are big. And I, I, I'm sure I did at the time um, say that I was... So I don't make a big deal about most things, so you probably didn't pick up on it. I'm sure I did say... I didn't want to fuss, but I never really want any fuss for birthdays. No, I, I'm telling you now. <laughs> I don't. 
again people are listening to us having another argument um but you didn't and i, I don't really forget things i remember no, very clearly annoying, right? trying to eke out of you whether or not you were struggling with it and getting nothing in in mm. nothing back okay. so I there you go remember yes, i will have it the was last so many word years ago for me now i can't remember <laughs> um but so, and that, and it was interesting what Jen said about that, you know, the old and the young. Yeah. Uh, and that we all play our part and all play a role. And, you know, whether you're young or whether you're old, whether you're retired, whatever phase in life, mm. you know, we're all called to be part of community life and be part of, you know, this uh, hope of the world that we call church. Mm. And, uh, you know, relationships relating to other people doesn't age. We all have, you know, yeah. we can all do that, you know, whether you. Yeah can't get out of the house so you can get out of the house you can still relate and have relations with people uh, and it's interesting to think that your part the thing that you've been preparing for or i'm sure there's many many things we prepare for in life that are um god's work but there might be a specific thing that you are here um to do Mm. and that thing might not come until you're you're much much older i'm just thinking of anna and simeon in the temple um when they they held Jesus and it was this kind of massive moment mm. that ancient though they were they they had been there for that moment and you know I think also maybe at 40 I'm still impatient yeah. to um you know God might might be a long way before um God mm. uses me for something he's preparing me for now and yeah I think it's our culture that obsesses about the teenage years yeah you know scripture honors age you know yeah. more than our you know modern culture does and, and that wisdom and maturity and you know and i think you know you can see that there's a you know, number of people who you know i've looked at in their older years and spoken real wisdom into our lives and mm. you know there's you know kind of sparks of people and you know even memories that come up it's like oh yeah there was someone who really you know spoke truth and wisdom and humility into you know, our situations. But I've equally met people who, um, old as they are, and as much as you think they're going to speak wisdom, really actually are very much trapped in the kind of the thinking of the world around mm. them and don't show any wisdom in the way that they speak. And it just makes me aware that, again, it's that fertile ground thing because mm. we all have the same choices. We all have the same opportunities to grow and and be prepared by God. But equally we can miss that and we can stay um we can stay a you know a teenager. Mm. Um indeed there can be many, many wise teenagers, but um we can stay kind of immature in our thinking mm. and our way of being. Um or we can let let life, let God prepare us for what He wants to do in us. Um and similar, I've been caught out by that. I look at someone and they look like they should be really wise. Yeah, sure. And yeah. then they say something, it's like, oh, okay, right. But that makes me just concerned. Like, I, I I, really want to miss, I really don't want to miss out on any of the opportunities right. to, um, to allow that, you know, allow life to prepare in me and, re- you know, make me ready for what it is God was going to do with me. Um, I don't want to miss out on that. I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to become mm. wise. You know, I mm. would like to think that, you know, as years go by, that I would be, um, as Richard Raw calls it, falling upward. Mm, okay. So um, it, you don't, you don't, as you kind of, you stumble um, in, in times in life when things are hard, 
that you're not uh, falling down at those points. You're actually falling. You're falling upwards. You're Mm, falling closer to God. And that um, you're moving away from your old life. You're falling away from your old life and you're moving into your new life. Mm. Um, If anybody hasn't read that, um, falling upward is Mm. a really fantastic um, way to look at who we are and our sense of self in God. Um, I think it was one of the, you know, probably most um, significant books I've ever read, I think. Yeah, I think. You know, I don't know if it was that. just the time of life that I was reading it, um, but something in, in Richard Rohr in that book, you know, specifically, I think, um, just flipped mm. something on, on its head. And uh, I think I saw my faith and the world around me in, in a very different light. Yeah, and it still um, challenges me now. I kind of think there's times when I am. Um, because the idea is that there's a first and a second half to life mm. and um the first half is preparing you from this for the second mm. but sometimes i feel like i i flip between the two like that's thinking, the point, isn't it? some people always stay in the first and the, yes the, the no matter how old they are grow into the, yeah. the second part of life but many of us don't mm. and we all like to think we're in the second half of life yeah but i don't know if you think that maybe you're not um i don't know yeah. there was something you know uh, and Richard Raw talks about it's not an age thing. You know, mm. there's young people who have gone through something significant can you know speed through that beca- and become more aware of mm-hmm. uh, of this first and second half of life. Um, but it is a challenge, isn't it? You know, that um, looking at our faith that way, yeah, and how we grow and how we um, develop. And I'm trying to recall some of the rest of the book um, as we're talking about it. Um, but yeah, and there's a, there's a bit about being mirrored, isn't there? You kind of how do you how do you look at yourself or how do you see yourself? Mm. Um, can you remember that? I can't remember any of it. I think it's it's to do with you being mirrored early in life. Yeah, so you're okay, so able you to see yourself. Yeah, yeah, okay, and you can see, um, and but you need people around you to do that. And I yeah. think you know one of the joys of church life, and I think what maybe why I I grew in my early life, early teenage life as an you know as coming from non-christian background but coming into a church and a youth group was that i was you, know, you were mirrored through the the people around you yeah, in church so my youth leaders and my yeah. friends in there and that's where i grew and that's where i got yeah. you know, a real basis of my faith because i was around people who saw me and saw god and yeah you know, and we grew through that you know that i don't think i got that anywhere else um but then it talks about typically how pain and suffering help you to fall upward help you to move um from the first half of life to the second half of life that might come through aging that might come through um you know you've you've worked all your life Mm. and um suddenly it doesn't seem to make any sense anymore or it might come through pain through illness through depression um there's lots of ways in which we kind of reach Mm. the second half of life um, but it's certainly, I think it's in line with, with what Jen was saying today about mm. preparing. I think everything in that first half prepares us when, when it yes. flips, which is always a painful time because yeah, okay. you're used to your first half of life. You like it, you're settled, you're comfortable. Uh, he describes it as a box. You've yeah, made, okay. you spent your first half yes, of life building a box and then you need to look outside the box. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a brilliant book. Definitely. Yeah, no, it is a brilliant book. P- please read it. Uh, but I know some people have read it and, haven't, you know, it's like, that's rubbish. I can't understand what he's talking about. Yeah, um, yeah that's so true. So he's, some people get it, some people don't. Um, but a bit like, uh, quite a few books like that. Um, so I guess Jen was talking about 
preparing we need to be preparing but also then prepared i guess to do Mm -hmm. this next bit yeah um and that's an interesting one isn't it that we look around us and i think one of the things i was reflecting as she was talking was that it's not always the big thing i think we sometimes think you know we've all got a that god's going to use us in this amazingly big way and Mm. we're gonna you know and maybe there's an immaturity to that but we think that it's in the big things and i think are we prepared in the little things my head went to it's like are we prepared in the do you know what in the painful relationships in the i can't be bothered situations in the i could be really angry here i could be a peacemaker Mm. um am i prepared to you know share something risk sharing something with someone that i know um Am I prepared to go the extra with mm-hmm. someone? You know, when it would be easier to think, oh, you know, or just do the small act of kindness. You yeah, know, okay. can make a huge difference. Mm. For example, um, I know that the church is going to be opening up for warm spaces, yeah. and that may seem a small thing to do, but that can be a really big thing uh, for mm. somebody. You know, for in their life and where they're at. Um, mm. Also, and I've really felt this morning. Um, we had teas and coffees at the end of church. We did. And we don't always have teas and coffees. Mm. And it might seem like a really like simple thing that people are offering to do, but it makes a really mm. big difference. There's something about having conversations with people while you're holding a mug of tea mm. um, that really just adds a warmth and a, a just a real blessing. And um, I just found that. I found mm. that a real blessing this morning having Need tea and more coffee. volunteers. Do you want to volunteer? I think I probably should, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, there's a sign-up sheet in there. <laughs> is there? <laughs> there is a sign-up sheet, there is. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, okay. So that's uh, an interesting one. Are we prepared? Yeah. And, and I think also she meant, are we preparing others? Okay, so yes. So I think that was kind of in line with um, with Elizabeth. And are we, are we helping others mm. um, be prepared? Yeah, and that's a community life thing, isn't it? That's uh, mm. walking with others. That's uh, caring enough about the person next to you mm. and uh, being focused enough on the person next to you and around you in your life group in just in church on a Sunday, you know, and trying to make that, you know, deeper relationships yeah. along the way, intentional stuff. And that's, um, that's interesting in terms of you mentioned life group because life groups can be absolutely fundamental in mm. helping a small community of people um, just function and get on with their daily lives. But also it can be, um, it can just be an empty space. It can be a place where you all meet up to do a Bible study that you don't really think about and don't share anything of your walk with God or your difficulty. And, you know, it could, it could be fairly empty. So it's how do we make things like our life groups and our time with our friends, our Sunday Mm. mornings, how do we make these real times of um, just connection with each other? I think honesty and humility. Yeah. And how do we make it active? Because church can be very passive. Come mm. sit and we'll do it all for you. Um, but actually there needs to be an activeness to it. And that's where the challenge from Jen, that's where the drawing into worship comes from. But mm. it, I think we intentionally have to make it active. Yeah. Because you can come to the same service in a very passive way and sit there and just, you know, yeah that's downloaded true. To yeah. on you or you can actively engage even if you struggle with the worship or you struggle with someone or the person at the front yeah. you know it's not it said something that's you know you've taken the wrong way or something else we still have to the onus is still on us to mm. actively um f- 
allow God to speak through those channels. Because there's always, you know, those yeah. things in church life that annoy us and things that, oh, really? Oh, that's happening. You know, it's kind of, mm. that's quite passive though, isn't it? But it's like, actually, how am I going to make the most of this experience? How am I going to grow in this experience and be challenged? Yeah, and that's sometimes not even um, doing everything how you think mm. it should be done. Um, I, I just spoke to Sam about... Um, he finds when um, we're worshiping at New Life, he says it's a lot, a lot of standing. <laughs> and I said, you know what? If you want to worship sit God sitting down, why mm. don't you sit down? Um, so, yeah, I I, you always so, look you always look holier if you sit down. Well, there you go. So there you go. <laughs> if, if he does that, but it, I didn't want him to have to feel he had to be passive no, through the worship okay. that he had to just stand there and look like he was, mm. you know, totally engaged. When actually. At his stage in life, maybe God's speaking to him in mm. a different way. Um, so I, you know, I sometimes sit down uh, mm. during worship if that's you know mm. what you know what is going on with me, and um, and I, I think that's okay. Mm. I think that's cool. And that, I think, are we prepared? Are we? Yeah. I, and I, so I, you know, I need. To, I wouldn't do anything today, which is quite nice. But yeah, it's same with me. Am I prepared to go, wanting to learn and and grow? Um, and I think we all need to make that decision, don't we? Mm. You know, am I just doing this because I, it's what I do on a Sunday? Or am I doing this because I want to be changed and, and grown? Yeah, and I mean, I really felt today mm. in church, kind of, no, I I don't want to just stay the same. Mm. I am, um, you know, I sometimes feel uh, like um, like I'm on truffle, like I'm, I'm stuck, mm. that I'm certain thought patterns go round and round, and I am, um, I can... I can bore even myself <laughs> with my um, my mental loops. Yeah, um, and I thought today, you know, I, I mm. want to be prepared. I want mm. to go that extra mile for God. Well, fantastic. I think we've come to the end of our, our yeah. tea's cold. The chat's over. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, and, you know, just encouragement, I think, to all of us to look around us this week, be prepared mm. uh, and see who we could be preparing. I think that's, uh, you know, is there someone you can come alongside? Uh, yeah. Someone you can spur along, uh, encourage on their journey. Also, uh, is there somebody that you can, you can talk to that will help prepare you? Yeah, so okay. maybe, um, maybe you're the person who needs to help do the preparing, mm. but also maybe you need to look for somebody because sometimes it doesn't yeah. come easy on our own and no. we need to look for, um, somebody else who will be able to spur us along and help us in our preparation good thoughts thanks for joining us god bless god bless bye